Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Well, I'd like to remind you that we are talking all things heritage for this month because we need to celebrate all our cultures and traditions. And um, today we're going to be speaking about the Ndebele people of South Africa, their history. And I'd like to welcome Makosini Sombusi Mathango, who is uh, the Ndebele traditional historian and a member of the Nzuza uh, Sokulumi royal family. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Makosini Mathango. Thank you very much for allowing me to join you. I'm very excited to have you with us today um, because we are talking about a tribe that is very famous for its art and uh, its a beautiful uh, art and beautiful music and traditional wear in South Africa. Talk to us about the origin and the history of the Ndebele people. Okay, the Ndebele people are originally an Embo group of which now they try to classify us as Samanguni, but... There are two groups, there are Embos and the Ngunis. Uh, so we come from Embo. Then our forefather, who is Ndebele, born uh, from Umaputu. Uh, when you trace back, you go back to Langa, near Congo, which is what we called Embo back in the days. Then Ndebele began to Kumkalangana, then Umduwa, then Uchonono, who was based in uh, what you call today Chononoscope near Ladysmith. Then from there, Unanas, King Nanas, and then Mafana, King Mafana from Mafana. Then there was King Msanga, who was based in Ranfantein, which was called Msanga, and now they call it Mushakeng because of the groups that moved in there while we left that place. Then from Msanga, then it was Mosi. King Mosi was based in Pretoria, Guamnyaman. Uh, then from King Mosi, then there was a split of the sons like Manala, who is the forefathers of the Mapena uh, group, and then Unzunza, who is the forefather from the, for the Mashango group, and then Tumbeni, who is the forefather for the Kekana, which we call Kekana, then Uskosana, and Umkhwaduba, who is the forefather for the, the Khanyane, and then Usbasa and Mpapuri, who moved to the Venda Nation. So now we have a lot of groups which are different within Amandevele, because now we have Amandevele Ganzunza, uh, we have a man, the Velega Manana, uh, you have a man, the Velega Masevelanga, Wamaraba, uh, Mashashane, Shoane, Sileka. But now those ones are based mostly in the north. They call, it, they call them the north in the valley. Their language is slightly twisted because now it's more close to the Sutu tribes. But their dialect is still the Tekela tribe uh, dialect, which goes to the Swazis. So now they will say umfati, nyati. They don't uh, have the dialect like the groups of the Zundas and the Manalas uh, who will say nyazi, umfazi, which is the Zunda uh, type of speaking. Now, it's very interesting to uh, hear that uh, the origin of uh, the tribe of the Ndebele people of South Africa uh, originates from outside of South Africa. What was the great trek, perhaps if you do know, from um, the, the Congo that you have mentioned all the way until we get to the southern part of Africa? Oh, yeah, because from Langa, when you trace uh, Ndebele, then it uh, encompasses many groups. It's not only Amandevele, which are from the Embo group. You will uh, include Amampondo, Amampondo means uh, Amasubi, 
Amangwane, uh, which some people call Maswati. So it was one group coming down to the south. So we split when we came to the south. Mm. So it was a great track of many groups. That's why when you among the Belegans they speak, uh, some will say Androndros, uh, we say Indrama, with those are. But then you go to Amampondo, and Amampondo means, and then you find the same thing. You say, ah, but these people are far from each other. Those are in the Eastern Cape, and these ones are in Transvaal. But why is the language similar? Uh, it just shows that it was one group back in the past. We are speaking to Makosini Sombusi Mahlangu, who is the Ndebele traditional historian and also a member of the Nzuza Sokulumi royal family. We are talking about the heritage of the Ndebele people of South Africa. If you've got questions or you'd like to give us a bit of a knowledge around the language and the culture and the tradition, you can call on 0891-104207 or on 011-714-4045. You are also more than welcome to send us a WhatsApp on 0614104107 or even SMS on 41391. And uh, I, I want to thank A-team as we're already wishing me well. I see MM is saying, Patricia, please, it's good to hear you on the show. And I pray that you get supersonic well very fast. And uh, the, also um, Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg is saying, Patricia, speedy recovery. But there's also someone else who's in Newtown in Johannesburg, who says they also suffer from migraines for many years. And they're saying, oh, Patricia, sorry, and I wish you get well soon. So thank you, guys. Thank you, A-teamers. I feel much better. And uh, who's this as well? Lawrence in Phoenix is saying, well, the best medicine is prayer. I just did that for you. Thank you, Lawrence. Appreciate it. Um, and I definitely will be feeling much better soon. I think there's a bit of adrenaline moving in my body because I, I enjoy coming to uh, spend time with uh, my A-teamers. So we are speaking uh, to uh, Makosini Sobusi Mahlangu. And what I want to find out from you, Makosini Mahlangu, is um, the, 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 you, the, the, the differences. You made mention that the Ndebelas are not necessarily Abanguni. Yes. Now, w- w- the separation, please maybe give us an education as to what separates Abanguni and Amandebele. Uh, okay, we say Abambo, uh, because when I was saying Abambo, that's when I uh, grew up Amangwane, Amaswati, Amampondo, Amashubi, uh, Amandevel, Amampondo, then now we have Amanguni, which are your Zulus, uh, Amazulu, which is Amakakabe, Amakalega, and then the other groups like Abatetwa, and there's many other groups of Amanguni. So what happens, the in the past, uh, when the apartheid times, uh, the Black Administration Act, they grouped us. They said, no, these people are speaking the same language. Then this, they all put us under uh, the Nguni brand. And then that's how we end up as Amanguni. Today, they call us Amanguni, while we know that we are not Amanguni. The, the, the differences are not that much, uh, but the language is mostly the same. It's similar. Now, with the languages being the same, I have heard, and I'm going to speak about myself here, Nguuntuli, Usompis, right? Umpemba, who's a Zulu. But I've heard that there are also Abonruli, who are Amandebele, but it's spelled the same. So how does it work? 
Eipe name, then Tuli Usompis, in fact, was in Tuligas, who's not even Zulu, they are part of the Amapele tribe. And then we have Undruli uh, in our site, okay, because say Andron Rosa, we say Undruli, but when you spell it, say Unduli, Unduli, Umsalwan, Kabakong. So names uh, are similar because now you'll find Umsanga within a Mandarin, and then you find Umsanga, Namazulu, Namaswan. So it's the Names back in the past, like today, you will have Usbusi so Amandevel and Usbusi so Amazul. Now, uh, if their children take the same name, uh, the name of their father is the same name, now you have uh, two Usbusi so, which are not related. So that's how the Dulis came about. Wow. And would this then uh, perhaps say that we are one, but there's a lot of division? Yes, yes. We are one, but we are different. How do we then bridge these differences? And also, uh, before you even answer that, I've got a uh, a message on SMS from Ikaku. Ikaku says, get well soon, Patricia, dear. But uh, we don't use the word tribe anymore. Strong colonial connotations. So nation, I think that, that's that, that's what I should be referring to. How do we bridge, uh, bridge the, 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 these very big differences but enhance the similarities? Okay, the main thing that we can do, uh, which is part of the Department of Arts and Culture, uh, they are lacking in supporting the other tribes, the other nations, uh, like Asam and Masubi, because they say we are a small tribe, of which we are not a small tribe. So you'll find the Department of Arts and Culture promoting mostly Isizulu, Sisutu, Sitswana. And then you find States FA. Uh, the problem uh, is started by States FA because when they do the survey, they come to your house and, and ask you, what language do you speak? They don't ask you which ethnic group you come from. So now you find a developer person who's going into an aspect or maybe Pretoria says, no, we speak this is what. Then when they record that person, they say, this is what. Then when they do the final analysis, they say they the number of Abatuana is more than the number of Amandevel. Then it goes to the SAPC. Then you, they put the content based on state SA. Now, you, that's why we don't have so many dramas of Amandevel in TV, because they say, no, the population is very little. Then it goes to radio, uh, like we have the FM, which must uh, promote Amandevel. And now it's an 80-20 situation. They play 20% of our music, of Nevada music, but they don't play the 80% that is uh, registered by ICASO. So that's a problem that's happening. Uh, most the government, uh, we can blame the government for not sharing everything that's happening in South Africa so that they can teach people about other tribes, uh, other nations, uh, where they come from, uh, what are the similarities, and all that. So if pe- the Department of Arts and Culture can start, then everything will be well. So perhaps the the, the, the the starting point would be for us as South Africans, when we are when we are asked questions from Stats SA, it should not be open ended to say what language do you speak, because most South Africans speak more than one language, but rather mm. say what tribe or Which, what yes, ethnic, ethnic group, group you are from. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so and that would make it easier to make sure that all the the South African ethnic groups are given uh, enough recognition. 
Yes, yes, because now you find other ethnic groups are not even included. Like Abashu, Amampondo, they just group them under Amatos. Still like it does in the apartheid tribe. Now, I've got some questions here from A-teamers, and uh, the one is coming from um, Donald Mabomba in Rustenburg, and he asks, Good evening, Patricia, and your guest. On Ndebele's in South Africa, not descendants of Shaga, the Zulu king, like other Ndebele's in Zimbabwe? Okay. Um, that, uh, in fact, we fought with the Minister of uh, Arts and Culture, Mr. Martin Teto, because he wrote on his Twitter page that Mzilikas um, was the founder of Amandevelo, which was a lie. Because Mzilikas um, came to Amandevelo in the year 1827, uh, running away from Mushaga. Uh, he came as a refugee because he was scared of his uh, master, Mushaga, so he wanted us to help him. So he went to King Makotongo Masang of Ndunzandevelo, uh, seeking uh, advice and also for for the king to give him uh, some of his soldiers. And then went to King uh, Sibindi of Amanala, uh, the Mapenas, also asking for soldiers so that we go back and fight Shaga. So the king, they said, no, 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 no. Uh, Shaga is not a problem to us. We are very far from him. We don't have a problem, so we don't want to fight him. Hmm. So he ended up killing both kings. And then he ran away to Mabarota, uh, which were now the Kolabapi, the, the house of Tulari. He also killed the king there and, and some of the, the children, the royal family. Then he ended up in Zimbabwe. Uh, so what's happening that the Mandevele in Zimbabwe is a mix of many nations. We have a Mandevele, we have a Mabapid, we have a Bahata, a Mantua, and some Zulus and some Fengus. Uh, what we say to them, they say, please don't call yourself a Mandebele because there's a small portion of a Mandebele. And Zilligas himself, we used to call them Abatwagas. So we don't know where, how it came about that now they changed the city of Mandebele. Very interesting to hear. We'd love to hear from you, A-teamers. We are um, talking about the Ndebele people of South Africa, and uh, we've got a historian or traditional historian and the member of the Nzunza Sokulumi royal family, who is Makosini Sombusi Matlangu. Please do call in on 0891-104207 or even SMS on 41391. Let me go to some of the questions here um and the, the the well we've already answered the difference between the the zimbabwean indebelas and uh, the south african indebelas but then here voyo in bloemfontein says yo patricia if there's one thing i have learned on your show thus far is that we have so many nations in South Africa. And he goes on to say, wow. And then uh, the next one says, from both the Kosa and Zulu tribes, I do find Amabele. Would you please, Sissy, give us a show one day that is about the history of Amabele? Who are these people? Are they related? Are they Zulu or Kosa? Do you have any uh, knowledge of Amabele, Makosini? Uh, a bit of knowledge is that Untuli, uh uh, your family is part of Amapele. And then we had some Amapele who came to our side, and now they call them Amapele. Uh, mostly they speak Spade now. And then some of them, they call them Black Ndebele. So I don't know how we changed from Amapele to Amandebele. 
but they are in between uh, Amazulu and Namakosa. They are not part of Amazulu and Namakosa. They are a separate nation, which is a standalone. Good evening, Patricia and the guests. My question to the guest is this. According to the history which I learned, it says, the rain away from Chaka. They were the commanders under the rule of Chaka. The rain away. And when we talk about the Ndebeles, are they not the sons or the children of Mzlikas? Thank you. Makosini, perhaps you can uh, respond to that question and uh, comment. Well, because I've already responded to Mzlikas or Kumadu, Amandebele uh, are not the children of Umziligaz. Umziligaz uh, does not have uh, enough uh, requisite to rule Amandebele because Amandebele will ask him the first thing that Kunaindanga uh, now, of his, uh, which regiment group do you uh, belong to, uh, which is part of Amandebele. When we go to initiation school, uh, the Amandzunda have 15 uh, regiment groups and Amandana have 13 regiment groups. So, Umziligas is not part of those regiment groups, so he can't be king of Amandeville. He just came in 1825, 1827, between those years. I'd like us to. I'd, I'd like us to to enjoy some of the Ndebele music. Perhaps uh, you can introduce the song that we are going to play now, um, because you are the one who suggested these songs to Ben Zito, so we can actually immerse ourselves in the culture. Yes, uh, the song uh, that I like is uh, by Um Shogonya Rabungena Wapondo, which says Na Wingwenya Kwela Pesgwe Nyosi, of which is very close to my heart because uh, if you want to do something, you must go to, straight to it and uh, not be afraid. So Na Wingwenya Kwela Pesgwe Nyosi. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. 104 to 107 nationwide and uh, this is Late Night Conversation. Thank you A-teamers for wishing me well and for the prayers. I'm starting to feel much better. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed that song. I really, really enjoyed that song. Listen, uh, our traditional music is just so beautiful and our languages. We are speaking uh, to uh, Makosini Sombusi Mathangu, who's a Ndebele traditional historian and member of the Nzuza So Kulumi royal family and um, Makosin is giving us an understanding and historical background about the Ndebele people of South Africa. We've also asked you on Twitter, um, you know, if you feel that in South Africa the Ndebele people are marginalized and uh, so far 63.2% say yes while 36.8% say no and on the line I've got Nkosnati who's an A-team. Nkosnati, good evening. Uh, good evening, my daughter. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, you, you are back so quickly. Um, look, I, I think the gentleman there, the, 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 the gentleman from, from, uh, um, he's telling, I mean, he's putting it right, uh, to correct that distortion where someone said, uh, uh, Kumalo, uh, was uh, his father or anything uh, to, uh, to that effect to Ndebele's 
is 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 a, is a distortion, and I'm glad you put it the right way, because there is no history of 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 Umzilegazi because he ran away uh, from uh, Wazulu uh, with his regiment, and 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 that is why he was able to kill those kings uh, along the way. Uh, because he had people with him, he wouldn't have done it on his own alone. So to associate him with Develez, I think they, they, they're stretching it too far. Because the association we know uh, is when he was uh, already uh, in, 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 in Zimbabwe, or, uh, uh, where uh, he's associated with Develez, but not uh, in, in, in South Africa. And there's not, definitely no history prior to his running away uh, from Wazul. Hmm. That's, uh, 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 thank you very much, Nkosnati, for uh, giving us that uh, educational history. Are, are you in Debele or Zulu? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a Zulu by, 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 by culture, by birth, and by language. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite shocked. I, I want to share something with you here, Nkosnati. So, one of the A-teamers via SMS or WhatsApp says, I'm a Bele. Amathubi are found all over South Africa, such as Northwest, Free State, Cape Town, KZN, mostly in Gokstad and Eastern Cape. Now, Istagazelo Sam, one of my clan names, and now I'm asking myself, am I a Thubi, am I a Zulu? Because please help me, Kosnat. Um, I'll take you from Unle, like I saw PC. One two. Is that nice? Uh, but I believe that there was the names of, of of the sons, and 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 who went at, uh, to different directions and and settled somewhere, just like the Tembus, uh, where you find them uh, even in the Eastern Cape, and they they they, they have Ubukos here in 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 in, in, in Wazul as well, so that, that that kind of thing. But I doubt that uh, there should be any dispute. Whether you guys are Zulus, because when we take it from Unjelagaso Pisi, who uh, 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 was a, a right-hand man of, 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 of one of the Zulu kings. Um, but people definitely did went their separate ways. Some of them from families, like when you take Makwaza and Nshongo, uh, Makwazas uh, came out, came from the Nklongos, and they were called Makwazas due to certain uh, reasons uh, known to the, to, to the clans uh, as such. But Ntulis uh, are actually Zulus. Hey, Ngabonga. Let me breathe. But it, it actually doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I'm just proud to be African. I'm proud to be South African. And if I'm a melting pot of Amathubi Namazulu, it's even more beautiful. Ngabonga Gakulu Nkosnati. Thank you very much, Atima. Let's go back to you, Makosini Masangu. You have heard there that I have been proclaimed as 
as Zulu because of the history. But maybe give us some comments uh, based on what Unkosnati has given us around the history of Umziligazi that you have also just given us um, an understanding of. Yes, Umziligazi was a, a terror to the nation. Yeah, that's what we can say because wherever he passed, uh, there was blood left. Uh, so uh, he was trying to form his nation. That's what we can say. Uh, so his nation ended up in Zimbabwe, uh, which is still there today, but it's not older than 200 years. Umziligazi, uh, uh, they say he died in in the northwest, but no one is sure about his grave because in Zimbabwe they they recorded history is about Tulopekula, uh, his son mostly. So now we have a man there like the Mapenas, the Skosanas, the Mashlangos, who were captured by the army of Umziligazi to Zimbabwe. So those are original developers. And then the other surnames, like Abundlovu, uh, those are part of the Amantunga and Amazul. And then you have other surnames, which will be part of Abayavesutu, which is Abakato. So that's why we say it's a mix. It's not a man per se. It's Umtwagaz. That's what they call themselves. they say Amashavesutu. I'd like us to go here. Um, you, you are from the Nzuza Sokulumi royal family. Now, Ngobungoma, yes. and spiritually, there's the Nzuza spirit, of which yes. is known as uh, the water spirits the that water spirit. inhabit dams, oceans, rivers, and the likes. And uh, they yes. serve as guardians of the water world. Is this the same as what you, you your royal family um, calls themselves? Yes, that's the same. Uh, when you check Amashango, uh, let's start first from the name Amashango. Ishango is a reed park, uh, the park that uh, stays around the Shangin. So uh, Amashango, our family, uh, what we wear is mostly related to the water, like... Uh, Iporiana, uh, our tie, uh, the skin that we wear in front of us is either Indini, uh, which is the otter, the river otter, or Umvunze, which is the water mongoose. And then when we praise our ancestors, we will say, Mayete Nzunza, is Chavasquazu Pila, Mayete Mpuswomshara, Mayete Ishango Kakate Mshange, Mayete Mvunza Upehuge. So it's all about the water spirits. Uh, that's what we we believe in most of the time. We don't say Bayete, we'll say Mayete, because we, the Inzunza is the uh, the ruler of water. So it's the god of water. So Mayete, because most nations will live uh, because of water. So if you don't have water, you, you have nothing. So uh, maybe do explain to us about the Nzusa spirit. Um, is it a physical spirit? And I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for the benefit of those who are very keen in African spirituality and the connection of our tradition and spirituality. And I think the same thing came up yesterday when we were speaking um, about the Balubedu tribe who are, are, are also part of... Yes, yes. So that was a very spiritual element of their tribe, so of their nation. Maybe speak to us about the the Nzusa spirit and and the connection. Okay, uh, in fact, the Nzusa name started with King Nzusa, uh, the son of Musi. So after the split with his brother Umanala, uh, who is the forefather of the Mapenas, 
Uh, he left Kwamnyamana, then went to Masongololo, which is called Kalinel today. They fought there, then he moved to what you call the uh, Loskop Dam, Ipalule. Uh, and now they say, I forget the English name of that river, but he's next to the Loskop Dam. So he jumped the river. When they tried to catch up with him, then he hit the water, and then the water started to flood. So he, they said he, he had powers of Inzunza, so the Inzunza was with him when he passed the water. So that's where the spiritual connection started, because also most of the lines of the Mashango kings, most of them, they have spiritual powers, like Umakotongo, who was killed by Umzuligas. And they say he used to go inside the water with a, a stick which, uh, with fire and come out the fire still burning. So the Nzunza is spiritual within the Mashlangos. Uh, okay, from my side, I'm not that spiritual uh, within the Wungoma, but we also perform rituals, uh, most of us, uh, which uh, are part of Nzunza. So we go to the water to do some uh, spiritual uh, things, most of the Mashlangos. Let us go to a voice note from our A-teamers. Good evening in South Africa. We are speaking to Stelle in Kronstadt. Thanks for bringing Mumako Songe and such a, such a great guy. And he bring us and do this month of September and diversity of South Africa. It's very beautiful, our tribes and our race. But we should never forget the, 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 the division as well and the hatred within these tribes. Patricia, from KZN to here in Kronstadt, it's, a, it's not a, 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 a Zulu-speaking society, it's a Sutu-speaking society. As you can feel it, you know, Mona, even if you try speaking the, the, the Sutu language, you're still not well accepted. Imagine I'm, I'm, I, was, I went to a certain primary school here in Kronstadt. I got rejected because I'm, I'm not, I, can't, I, can't, I can't speak fluent Sutu. What is that? Very, very sad that uh, we, in this day and age, are still experiencing marginalization um, within ourselves as uh, South Africans. Um, maybe let's, let's talk about that, Makosini Mahlangu. Uh, why is it that we still don't accept each other fully based on our traditions, based on our language, based on our um, you know, ethnic groups that we come from? Okay, people they love each other naturally. And the problem starts with the government when they impose other languages on you. Uh, let me make an example like us, I am Andebele. Uh, even Debele was started to be taught in school in 1985. So most of them Debele before 1985 were learning in and they hated it. So now you still have other areas like Whitbank, Osis, uh, Petal, Secunda, which is mostly dominated by Amandebele. But because it's a mining, uh, it's a mining area, and their uh, power stations are there. So now most of the people they come and uh, work in those areas. Now the government still wants to teach Abantu. It's a zoo. While Amandebele, they say, but this is our area where the the majority here. And then 
then now the hate start. Uh, now these people are coming here because the government is run by the Zulus. They want to they want their people to learn their language in our area. Now our children are not learning in the well in the in our areas. Uh, that's where the division comes. Because now uh, another division that we had with Abba Pedi uh, back in 1882. Hoshimampur, uh, you know, there's a Hoshimampur prison there in Pretoria. Now, Hoshimampur killed his brother, Osi Kukul. Then, when the Boers were fighting with him, uh, he ran away to Amadevela when King Yabela was a regent. Amapunu come there and they say, King Yabela, uh, where is Hoshimampur? He says, No, I've swallowed him. Now the war starts uh, from 1882 up to 1883. So, Amadevela died in that war. And then they captured to Hoshimampur and King Yabela through that prison. Hoshimampur did not even spend three months on that prison. They hanged him. Uh, King Yabela spent 15 years there. And then afterwards, he, he was released, he went to house arrest. He did not even last for three years. He passed away. Now the government names that place Hoshimampur, uh, the prison, and the street. But they forget about King Yabela, who was most instrumental in that war because they were fighting for land and then he protected his friend but they forget about him how can you name a building about a person who didn't even stay there Hoshimampur did not stay in that prison so Amandevela now they say the government is against us is marginalizing us and because they name him under Hoshimampur and then we have the University of Mpumalanga which is in Mpumalanga now the are reducing the number of Ngebele students coming in. And they say, no, they want to, they said the number should be 15. And they introduce Isisulu within the areas of Amandebele. You see, those are the things uh, that make people to not like each other. But now with Isindebele, we are aware that it's one of the 11 official languages. And uh, this is a good thing. It's a great stride. We are, you know, we know of um, artists from uh, like Mam Esther from the Indebele nation. But what are the things that you feel we still need to work towards to ensure that Isindebele and the Ndebele nation are upheld um, as part of our cultural heritage? Yes, we firstly we need Abandebele on TV. Uh, it's painful that uh, um, the news in Isindebele it's playing at five. Now you leave work around five and then you want to watch the news. Uh, you come there, you come at home and the news are in Isindebele is not playing. You have to find the season of course. And then we had only one new drama after 1994, which is called Ikan, where. And Miss Florence Marcelli was 18. And so you can see in 26 years, and there's only one soap that the Mandevela has played in. Uh, the renaming of our areas, because uh, the government is forcing uh, names on our places, like uh, we have a JS Morocco municipality in Guandevela, a Tembezilian municipality. But those people, they've never been into Guandevela. So it's another problem. There, there was a, a complaint with this camp uh, a week ago because the plastic that they made with the, all the languages, uh, say greetings, there was no even available on that plastic. And then one of our groups that we work with called Vuba, they complained, but now they say they will change the plastic to include this in the well. 
So you can see that uh, we are marginalized. When we have uh, our annual function where our kings are, the government doesn't come uh, to our functions. They, they don't even show up. Uh, the heritage site, which was Gunung Chahelo, it was a national heritage site during the uh, apartheid era. And even Namapolo, they built the state of King Yavela there. But after 94, the new government does not even see uh, that uh, area of ours as a heritage site. It's left alone, it's depleting, and it's very shameful to, to, to go there sometimes. And then now there was a strike. In fact, I think there's still a strike today uh, there at the Union Building. Because we have seen that uh, Muloto Road, our people among the valley are dying every year. And the government comes when uh, it's voting season. They say, ah, we will build a, a train for you so that you can go to Pretoria. Because Amantu, Bagwan, Develi, mostly they work uh, in Pretoria. So that they use the buses uh, in Muloto Road. So the government, uh, it's been 26 years still, but there's no train that has been built. So you can see that we are so marginalized. There's Amantu, Develi, we, we don't know what to do uh, or maybe... We should not vote or something. I don't know, mm. but I don't want to be political. <laughs> <laughs> well, Makosini uh, Masangu, thank you very much for joining us. I wish we had a, a more time. It's already uh, time for news, but thank you for sharing the history. And we do hope that um, the powers that be are tuned in and they will be able to implement some changes to ensure that uh, Amandebele are included and no longer marginalized. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Nandu. Let's go to Zolega Kodashi. Thank you, Zolega, for being gracious with your time.